back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. How easy is it to cheat with mail-in voting? We're going to take a look right now. They send out, like in California, millions and millions of ballots to anybody that's breathing. Anybody in California that's breathing gets a ballot. Mr. President, that's not true. So California here's, is... I'm not finished. So here's your, uh, here's your man, and that's on Twitter. And... The amazing thing is he's wrong, and even no, no matter who it is, they will admit that he's wrong, because there's tremendous controversy on mail-in voting. And I can say this, the Republican Party cannot let it happen. So the Democratic Party tells you it can't happen. The Republican Party and Trump tells you it can. Where's the proof? Well, we're going to go over quite a bit of it today. Uh, Nevada, first state up sent more than 200,000 mail-in ballots to the wrong address. One-sixth of mail-in ballots in Nevada's largest county during the 2020 primary went to outdated addresses, according to the News Watchdog report. Now, that may not seem like a lot, but once you start seeing all of these errors they're having throughout all of these different states I'm going to go over today, When everything totals up, it ends up being a significant amount, especially when both us and the Democrats are basically in a fight for America right now. Uh, Next one up is Virginia. More than 500,000 voters were mailed absentee applications with incorrect information. Election officials in Virginia are trying to set the record straight after absentee ballot applications with incorrect information were mailed to more than half a million residents in the Commonwealth. The confusing mailers were sent by an organization known as the Center for Voter Information, which identifies itself as nonpartisan and nonprofit on its website. The Virginia Department of Elections has no affiliation with the group nor coordinates with any third-party groups on campaigning efforts, the Virginia Department of Elections wrote in a statement. Uh, The big problem is the mailers include prepaid return envelopes addressed to the incorrect register's office. For instance, Fairfax County voters received return envelopes addressed to the Fairfax City Register. Uh, They said they don't believe the organization was acting maliciously, but I do, and they're still looking into it. I mean, how do you mess up 500,000 votes and these companies coming out of nowhere mailing ballots to people when they're not even associated with the elections office? Seems a bit odd. Next example will be New Jersey. I think Uh, I spoke about this on a prior show. I'm sure some of you have heard about it, even especially, excuse me, if you live in New Jersey, you definitely heard about it. Uh, One in five ballots rejected as fraud is charged in a New Jersey mail-in election. Uh, Following accusations of widespread fraud, voter intimidation, and ballot theft in the May 12th municipal elections in Patterson, New Jersey, State Attorney General Gerber S. Gerwal or Grewal, I'm not a, I don't know how you pronounce that 100%, uh, announced Thursday that he is charging four men with voter fraud, including the vice president of the city council and a candidate for that body. So <laughs> that one's pretty cut and dry because he is actually charging them with voter fraud. Right next to New Jersey, 
We're going to go to the Big Apple, New York. The chaos in New York is a warning. The first large-scale test of mail-in voting in the pandemic has left one in five New Yorkers with their votes tossed out. That is a significant number. When New York is a state of around 20 million people, that's going to be about 4 million votes that are not counted in that state. That is significant. That would change who gets the electoral votes for that state. So that becomes a big deal. States aren't usually decided by that big of a gap. You don't see too many states where it's, you know, Trump is, you know, lost to whoever or vice versa by, you know, they're down by 4 million votes. So that's going to be a problem going forward. But, you know, like the uh, the dirty Dems say, there is no such thing as voter fraud. <laughs> sure. Okay. These creeps really need to figure out a different way to approach this. However, they started their ridiculous uh, DNC convention this week. And you know during this convention, with all the hoo-hahs that are going to be speaking, all they're going to do is attack, attack, attack Trump. They're already pitching a fit and going after everything with the uh, USPS, the mail-in voting. They're going to attack them on as much as they possibly can. What do they really have to run on right now? The mail-in is going to be a problem. COVID, they're going to pick at. And then they're just going to say overall, well, we don't like him because he's a really bad guy. And that's about it. Um, Next up, Wisconsin's election disaster. Thousands of missing or nullified ballots. Sounds like cheating to me. Oh, no, wait. It is cheating. Three tubs of absentee ballots that never reached voters were discovered at a postal center outside of Milwaukee. At least 9,000 absentee ballot requests by voters were never sent, and the others were recorded as sent were never received. So there it is. More proof. Just like New Jersey's prosecuting people, just like New York showed one in five, Now, Wisconsin, they're leaving ballots at Milwaukee saying they sent ballots to people that never received them. It's it's on and on. And don't worry, I'm not done by far. There is so many other states. Florida, 2018 election. Two two Democratic runners are helping people fill in ballots by going to their homes or centers to assist them in filling out their ballots and then taking the ballots to drop them off for themselves. Gee, I wonder if they got voted against, did the ballots just get tossed? Okay, Florida is notoriously bad at election time. Almost, not almost, actually embarrassing every time. Well, I mean, we embarrass ourselves literally every single time. I don't know what it is, especially with South Florida. We cannot get it together with voting at all. I know Trump did make a statement saying that we're probably one of the safest states with the best proven record of mail-in voting. However, I don't see it, and I wouldn't suggest it. 
I think if you could stand in line at the grocery store, if you can stand in line to get gas, if you can go to the bank, if you can go to work, if you can go to the mall, you can go to the beach, you can do all those normal things that you're doing every single day, I think you can go stand in line to do one of our civic duties, one of our, it should be one of the proudest moments of being an American is the ability to select who you want to be your leader. Because there are many countries, you don't get that option. You don't get that choice. You're stuck with whatever loony is up top, and that's just the way that goes. So uh, definitely get out and vote. I'm not a fan of mail-in at all. I will be there live and in person uh, with all my Trump gear on, regardless of who likes it and who doesn't. Next one up, Michigan. Michigan. More than 10,000 primary election ballots invalid, many due to late arrivals. More than 6,400 Michigan residents did not have their absentee ballots counted for the August primary election because the clerks received them in the mail after the polls were closed on election day. Another roughly 2,100 voters had their absentee ballots invalidated because they forgot to sign them or the signatures did not match those provided to the voters when they registered to vote. So Michigan, and Michigan's not a surprise either. You see the governor run in that state. She's a real piece of work. This is the same lady that during a fake pandemic is telling people you're not even allowed to go outside to cut your grass. To cut your grass, who are you going to spread it to? Who is standing that close to you while you're cutting your grass? Because if they are, they might not be standing that long. They might be missing a couple digits downstairs, you know? (laughs) So you run their foot over, and they're not going to be happy. So, of course, she's having problems with her election process. Not a big surprise there. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, delays could result in chaos for the election officials and voters in November. Basically, the post office says to expect delays in November because they're not going to be able to keep up with the mail. So that will be a problem. You won't even know who takes the state. You don't think the Democrats are going to start freaking out, calling Trump a liar, saying he set that up and he's cheating and he's trying to steal the election. Oh, that will be a nightmare of a show to watch. So this is the post office themselves telling you there's a good possibility we're not going to be able to handle the volume. I mean, let's think about Christmas time. You know how late letters get there. Packages slow down. Everything slows down. You, If you want something for your kids or you want something for anybody, you want to mail grandma a card, you better do it in a timely manner because you know when you get down to crunch time and you get down to the last couple of weeks, the chances that grandma or the kids ain't getting that gift are pretty high. So what do you think is going to happen when you literally have, I don't know, 200 plus million American adults over the age of 18, that are going to be sending ballots through the mail? Oh, yeah, the post office, the really the most reliable people you've ever met. I'm sure it's all going to get there on time. Unfortunately, with everything that I just told you, all the different states that we just went through, this is a list of states that are going to go through with all mail-in voting. Colorado, Hawaii, Oregon, 
Washington, and Utah. See a common theme there? Pretty much all democratically run states, all real far leftist states, excuse me, of course they're going to push that. Which really, if you really want to get into it, uh, you probably don't even need to push it in those states because those states, they're almost guaranteed to take most of them. Those states generally go blue. They may go red time to time, but for the most part, those states are going blue almost all the time. That's almost a guarantee. So you think they would really be working harder on the red states. You know, Florida being a swing state, we basically just have a few counties that are blue, but the majority of Florida is red. So you'd think that was something they would really push here. Or Texas. Texas is going to be a big one. You know, you don't want to lose Texas, but you got a lot of people moving from California, abandoning ship because their state is going, you know, crumbling in front of their eyes. And instead of realizing that, hey, we voted all these, you know, people in that have totally destroyed California, they don't see that. They take those politics with them. They get to Texas and they start voting all blue again. And then the same thing's going to happen. It's, it's like, you know, we're living in a bubble here, going in a circle. So... You would think they would be working a lot harder on states that are almost guaranteed red states. This is my opinion and my opinion only. I think some of the most blue states are going to bleed red this time. I think that most people out there are not with this whole uh, tear America down, anarchy, uh, just, just... Everything that the Democrats are pushing right now, I don't think most people are with it. I think that most people are good people. They want to feel safe. They want their community to be safe, regardless of what your political opinion is. And I think that they're coming to the realization that if you vote for the Democratic Party, you're voting for that extremism. You're voting for this to continue on. Now, I would hope that after Election Day, all of this stops. Probably not going to. It's, you know, maybe a little dream of mine, uh, wanting to go back in time a little bit and go back to when things were peaceful and you could go outside and enjoy yourself and go for a walk and all these beautiful downtown areas still existed and you guys could have fun with your families and you walk and do some shopping and window shopping and have a great time. It looks like those moments in time have passed us and we're entering into this new phase of just constant civil unrest. I hope that it doesn't continue on this way, but something inside of me tells me we're going to have to deal with it at least for a little while after the election is over. One thing I do believe will disappear like a fart in the wind will be COVID. I think once the the election's over and they can no longer use that against Trump because, let's be honest, once he wins, he's not running for re-election again. He's done at that point. So that's the point where he really can do whatever he wants to do. If we can take the House and the Senate, he can really push forward some good stuff, put a lot of judges in place, which will help maintain the sanity of this country if we're getting the right judges in the right spots. So when there is basically insane bills that are trying to be passed, they'll shut them down. 
But I think since they can no longer use that against him, what will end up happening is they're going to be tired of Fauci and they're going to be tired of wearing a mask and they're going to be tired of all this quarantining because they're going to want to get back to their normal day-to-day evil routine doing the evil things that they do. So they're going to make sure that that gets swept under the rug and all of a sudden it's a miracle. The whole world is cured. Yay. And we're all going to go back to at least some type of normalcy. Like I said, I I hope it gets back to something good, but at least we'll get back to some type of normalcy after that point. But all this mail-in voting, you know, the difference that they're not really telling people is, Absentee ballots are for soldiers, for somebody who's deathly ill but still wants to vote. Uh, Maybe you have a disability and it's hard for you to go stand at the polls. Um, You know, you're not in the state at that moment. You're you're business and you're traveling all over the place. That's what it's for. So it's generally not as high of a number as you think. And I, what they're misrepresenting is they're saying they're making it appear. Let's say. Like it's no different than absentee balloting. Of course it is. Because now what they want to do is basically any registered voter, they're just going to mail out ballots to your house. And then you're going to have to trust that when you fill it out and seal it and put it back in your mailbox, that your vote gets back to where it's supposed to get to when it actually gets counted for the person you want it to be counted for. I personally do not believe that at all. You know, I, I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. However, even when I hand my ticket, when I'm at the actual polling place, I watch very carefully to make sure that I see my ticket go through because I'm always in fear. Like I said, in Florida, we have this natural ability to mess things up. So I'm always in fear that when I'm voting, my vote's not being counted. And it's important for me to make it count because that's the only way we really have any meaningful change in the country is to elect the person who you believe most in. So mail-in voting, shipping it to your house, shipping it out and sending it into the abyss there. No, that don't work for me. (laughs) Negative on that. I will not be doing that. I'll be standing in line. Uh, First of all, I ain't scared of coronavirus. Uh, I do believe it is actually a virus. I do believe that people get sick from it but I do not believe it is what they say it is. Okay. They're making it out to be literally the worst thing of our times. And I don't believe it. The numbers are so skewed, warped and bent out of shape. I don't believe at all. I I don't believe it at all. Fauci, their flip flop on what is good. What is not good. Uh, yes, you can vote in person. No, you can't. Yes, you can go to school. No, you can't. So I got a real problem with the whole coronavirus and Mr. Fraudgy. So we're 77 days out right now. It's going to go quick. 77 days is nothing. That's, that's a couple months. You know, <clears throat> compared to most things, you think you have some time, then all of a sudden it's on top of you. It's just like the end of the summer. <clears throat> Usually once September 1st rolls around and you start seeing all the Halloween stuff come out, it's like before you know it, it's October 31st, and then you blink and it's Thanksgiving, and then it's Christmas and New Year's, and boom, it's all over. And you're kind of in a daze like, what just happened, man? <laughs> Where am I? Oh, my God, my bank account has just got decimated. 
and you're having that moment, and I know moms and dads out there listening to this, I know you know what I'm talking about because it seems around the holidays, everything is expensive. However, 77 days, not a lot of time. If you really take into consideration, we're only, what, about two weeks or so out from the end of August, but actually maybe even a little bit less the, the end of August, you're going into September, so it's really going to get on top of us fast. It's important to know your deadline to register to vote where you live, and you just need to make sure you have everything in line. And no matter what they tell you, like I said, and I'll repeat myself again, if you can go out and do all of your normal day-to-day stuff, you can take the kids to school, you can get in the car and get gas, you can go sit down and eat somewhere, uh, you can go to the park, you can go to the beach, you can go to the clothing store and pick out clothes if they're open. Uh, all these normal things, you can go to work all day, you can go to school all day. If you can do these things, you can certainly stand in line to vote on election day or go in and do early voting. Early voting usually is really pretty simple. That one is like in and out, you're done. You'll probably run into a heck of a lot less people. And although that one has its own risks involved, no matter what, the ballot's in your hand, you get to watch them put it in. So I would venture to say it will be a lot harder for them to pull one over on you there than it would be you just putting a stamp or a pre-stamped envelope out in the mailbox and hoping the mailman picks it up and uh, gets it to where it needs to be going to, especially with how important this election is currently. So if you had any questions of whether or not the Democrats are, you know, saying Trump's running a false narrative or it's actually true, I just gave you what? eight, nine states, and I'm sure if I dug a little more and went to some different websites, I'm sure you can find more and more and more. And all of these examples, minus Florida, are all from recent elections, either 2020, 2018, or the the furthest back being Florida, which is 2016. So uh, mail-in fraud is real, regardless of what they're saying on TV. Don't let them fool you. Also, Please do your own homework. Um, You don't know me from Adam. And it's always best for you to check for yourself. Always. Because when you gain knowledge for yourself, knowledge is power. You'll see it for yourself. You'll see it with your own eyes. And then that way you can feel secure that you know the truth. So when you're going to argue with somebody about it or you're going to say and make a statement about it, you know factually, you've already fact-checked it, and you know it's real. Um, I hope you like my show. Please tell friends, tell family, get out there. I'm trying to continue doing this. I will continue doing this, not trying to, but I'm trying to keep expanding. Um, Probably in the next couple of months, I'll probably get closer to the election before I even start, but I'm going to, you know, link this with a YouTube so you can actually visually see me uh, talking into the mic and doing everything and probably laugh at me that way too. Um, If you want to reach out and get a hold of me, L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N at Gmail. The same L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N on Twitter. If you're on Twitter, if not, if you're on Parlor, it's Joe Little on Parlor. Check me out. Thanks for everything. See you guys next time. God bless.